0: Folks, if you're looking for a great show, you're saying, I don't know what show to listen to. Stop listening to Fox News and start listening to Patriot Strong Podcast. Stop listening to fake media and Newsweek and Newsmax and start listening to the Patriot Strong Podcast. Make it your daily mission to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much, Courtney. Have a great day.
1: Hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning back into this episode of Patriot Strong. As you can see, I am joined once again by Reawaken America, Host and founder, uh Clay Clark. Uh Clay, thank you so much for taking the time to join my show today. I so appreciate um every time that you're on. And my guests and myself absolutely love you.
0: Well, I appreciate you uh for being just a kind, um, diligent, hardworking, patriotic woman. Uh, you have done such a great job uh, consistently putting out the truth when a lot of people wouldn't do it. And I appreciate you doing that because there's so many people that wouldn't hear the truth. Uh, if it wasn't for you. So again, thank you for what you do at Patriot Strong. I really do appreciate you, Courtney.
1: Thanks, Clay, for saying that. That means so much. Um, You know, we are living in uh, really hard times right now. We're seeing inflation skyrocket. We are hearing mainstream media narratives on the news. It's really hard to tell what's the truth and what's, you know, just a pushed agenda. And I know I can always count on you and your, um, information to show the light and to um, share to what people really need to uh, hear and uh, that's why I kind of wanted to have you on again today just to go over all of that information and all of the things that is happening in the world um, so again thank you so much.
0: Well, what I'm going to do to keep it kind of fun today here is I'm going to go through Um, A couple video clips, but I really want to hear from you on your show about some of these things, because the things I'm going to share, um, they're probably not going to be reported anywhere else. So I'm going to play these things, but I want to get your reaction to them. Okay, so I'm going to throw you fastballs. So here we go. Clip number one. Are you on the U.S. or on the Chinese side? Because now,
2: progressively, a lot of people would like to see there, there are two orders in this world. This is a huge mistake. Even for both the U.S. and China, we need a single
3: global order.
0: Look at his entire name and then look at the meaning of these words. We have Emmanuel, God with us, Gene, gift from God, Michael, who is like God, Frederick, peaceful ruler, and Macron, a written or printed mark.
3: Chapter 5. But of the times and the seasons, brethren... Ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child.
0: Okay, so look at this. Look at this. Look at this, folks. This I want to get your thoughts here. Okay, so this guy here, Emmanuel Macron, his name actually means God with us and the mark. Is good friends with Yuval Noah Noah. Harari, who is known as the false prophet, whose, whose name actually means, Yuval in Hebrew means father of music. Yuval in Hebrew means father of music. And the last name Harari means goes to the top of the mountain. So his name literally means the father of music as in the days of Noah goes to the top of the mountain. He's teaming up with Emmanuel Macron, who means God with us and the Mark. And these two idiots are calling Listen to this folks, I'm not making this up. France is calling to host a peace conference this Thursday. This Thursday Macron is hosting a peace conference. And the Bible tells us that when you see calls for peace and safety, then you're going to see sudden destruction. And the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 16 verse 12 through 14 that when you see the when you see that when you see the the uh, Euphrates River dry up, that's when you're gonna see the false prophet show up. So given all of that, love to get your reaction to this one, Emmanuel Macron, just his name, I'd love to get you to get your reaction to that.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's so funny, like whenever you sit back and really listen to what's being put like right in front of our faces, it's so blatantly obvious what's going on and the kind of times that we are living in and um, you know, we play these clips, and we put the this kind of truth out there, and people will still laugh and mock at, at us for putting this stuff out there whenever it's literally, like, you can see it with your own eyes and hear it with your own ears. And how you, would, like, wouldn't connect the dots after all of this is that's uh, over my head. I don't understand how people really can't see what's actually going on in the times that we are living in right now.
0: Yeah, it's, it is wild stuff. Now, let me go on to my next clip here, okay? So this is, I mean, just... Pretty wild stuff here, folks. This is wild information that's happening right now. So you're seeing Elon Musk is getting together with Rishi Sunak. And you might say, who's Rishi Sunak? What? So Elon Musk is getting together with Rishi Sunak. Now, Rishi Sunak... Sat down with Elon Musk on November 2nd. Rishi Sunak is a member of the World Economic Forum, the prime minister of the United Kingdom. He's been an open proponent of digital ID, the social credit score system. He's been pushing for the introduction of the central bank digital currency in... What? Yes. He's calling for the Britcoin, the introduction of this in the United Kingdom. He wants to have the Britcoin or the CBDC implemented by 2025. His wife is the daughter of the Indian billionaire who's described as the Bill Gates of India. His father-in-law has started a company called Infosys that's making the technology to make the central bank digital currencies. Yet, I think 90% of conservatives are in favor of Elon Musk. Watch this. If you if
3: you have an AI that has memory, you know, and remembers all of your interactions, and has read everything, you're going to say, like, give it permission to read everything you've ever done. So it really will know you better than anyone, <laughs> perhaps even yourself. Um, and, and and where you can talk to it every day and, and those conversations build upon each other, you will actually have a great friend. Um, as, as long as that friend can stay your friend and not get turned off or something.
2: Um,
3: <laughs> don't turn off my friends.
2: <laughs> you walk into a room and there is a picture of Kim jong on the wall and the bracelet picks up the, the signs of anger because it has access to your brain that's very bad news for you. Even George Orwell's 1984, they couldn't really get into your brain. There was still this despair of private world. And this is about to disappear. In the West, the main concern now is what is known as surveillance capitalism. That, okay, it's not a kind of dictator that spies on your brain, but you have all these corporations and maybe all these government agencies which are monitoring what's happening inside your body. What does it mean? I mean, Covid makes it it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance and it makes surveillance go under your skin.
3: I do think there is a, there is a, a safety concern especially with humanoid robots because I mean, at least the car can't chase you into this building, not very easily, you know, or chase you up a tree or you know um you can sort of run up a flight of stairs and get away from a tesla um <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay what do you what do you what is he saying in your mind is you're, you're a discerning woman how would you process what he's actually saying elon musk
1: uh you know i think that he's kind of pointing out without really pointing out um how uh how we as a society uh kind of respond to all of this AI technology, but how dangerous it really truly is and can be. And the more that it accesses your information and learns you, you know, it can either be uh, really good, which we all know it's not, or it's gonna end up being really bad, which, you know, we've all we've all seen and heard. So uh, again, you know, just connecting the dots and really uh, lifting the veil of what's going on to, uh, um, you know, reveal what's going
0: on <laughs> yeah it's crazy let me hit play here on this next clip this blows my mind bill
2: gates said there is no one in our time who has done more to push the bounds of science innovation than you
3: What's well, kind of going to say
2: yeah well that's it that's a nice thing to have anyone say about you nice coming from bill gates
3: i could do prime minister's question time for me every <laughs> week. that would be great
2: bill and i are here in imperial college london where we've been meeting some of the uk's top innovators in clean tech. Now the UK is a world leader in technology and in particular it's an AI powerhouse.
0: So today we're going to be interviewed by an AI. All right,
2: let's go. How do you think technology will impact the global economy and job market in the next 10
3: years?
0: Well, we clearly need to be more efficient. There's a labor shortage, you know, in healthcare and education. You go to the low-income countries they never have enough doctors they never have enough teachers you know hopefully technology like the one that generated this question can help us uh, be more efficient
3: and and i do think overall that the potential is there for artificial intelligence ai to um, have most likely a positive effect um, and to create a future of abundance where there is no scarcity of goods and services Uh, but But it is somewhat of the the magic genie problem where if you have a magic genie that can grant all the wishes um usually those stories um don't end well (laughs) be careful what you wish for including wishes
2: now we see the creation of a new massive class of useless people as computers become better and better in more and more fields, there is a distinct possibility that computers will outperform us in most tasks and will make humans redundant. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be, what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Do you have an answer in the book? Um, At present, the best guess we have is uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games but this doesn't sound like a very appealing future
3: when i was when i was in china earlier this year the my main subject of discussion with this, this the leadership in china was ai safety and saying that this this is really something that they they should care about and um they took it seriously and, and i and um and you are too which is which is great um and having them here, I think, was essential. Really, if you
0: really think that China, which does forced organ harvesting and which does forced reeducation camps and locked people in their homes during COVID, that they actually sat down with Elon Musk and talked about how safety was their number one concern, I'd love to get your reaction to that.
1: It would be very surprising if they did. I feel, uh, you know, pretty much what we're seeing and what we've heard so far is the exact opposite of what. They really want, um, you know, to happen, talking about safety and the, the good of uh, the advancement of technology and artificial intelligence really uh, isn't all that good. Like he, like Elon Musk just said, kind of a, a genie in the bottle kind of situation, be careful what you wish for.
0: It is just mind-boggling to me that people cannot see this. People are going, a- AI is awesome. We should use it in our church. What? Come on now, folks. If they're not
3: participants, it's, it's uh, pointless. It's
0: U.S. intelligence shows China is using advanced technologies like gene editing and brain control weapons to advance its military and to crush dissent. And that,
3: I mean, it's hard to say exactly what that moment is, but but there will come a point where no job is needed you can have a job if you want to have a job for sort of personal satisfaction but the ai will be able to do everything so i don't know if that makes people comfortable or uncomfortable it, it's it's uh, <laughs> you know that's why that's why i say if you if you if you wish for a magic genie that gives you any wishes you want and there's no limit you don't have those three limits three wish limits of nonsense uh, you just have many as many wishes as you want um So uh, it's both good and bad. Um, One of the challenges in the future will be, how do we find meaning in life? if, If you have a magic genie that can do everything you want. This perhaps is
2: going to be the biggest question in 21st century economics and politics,
0: what to do with billions of useless humans. Okay. What what do you what do you think that they're trying to do or say? I mean, again, you, and I mean this sincerely, Courtney, you're one of the most diligent, kind, hardworking, God fearing women I've met. You really do every single day, uh, put your Patriot hat on, but you put your thinking hat on every single day and you think about our country, you pray about it. It's very clear in the way you put together your show. And there's certain shows that you know spend ninety percent of their time thinking about glitz and glamour, and they don't think about like the like what's going on. You actually think about what's going on, and so I'd just love to get your reaction to this because this guy is the top advisor for the World Economic Forum,
1: right? And if we've heard him say it once, we've heard him say it a thousand times. Uh, we'll own nothing and be happy, and like Elon Musk just said, we won't have a purpose really in life because AI will do everything for us. And they're going to, again, depopulate uh, humans and it's going to be an AI takeover. You know, we've all seen the movie uh, iRobot and how that turned out. Um, You know, I think the art of artificial intelligence is just like a glitz and glamor that a lot of people are blinded by right now. And they really need to take a step back and see the dangers of what's really happening you know we have the smartphones and the biometrics that are reading everything and um you know pretty soon it's going to it's going to be more scary than a lot of people are ready for
0: it's unbelievable i just think that again if you're if you're not aware of these things it's hard to prepare for these things let's hit play here we go folks thank you
2: I, again, I think that the biggest question in, in maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more uh, boredom and how what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games. We
3: want to have universal basic income. We'll have universal high income. So, in some in some sense, it'll be somewhat of a leveler um, or an equalizer, because you know, really, I think everyone will have access to this magic genie, um, and you are able to ask any question. It'll be certainly be good for education. You, could, it'll be the best tutor you could, and then the most patient tutor. Uh, so <laughs> they all day. Um and. Uh, there will be no shortage of goods and services. There will be an age of abundance. Several central banks
0: have, like the Bank of England, already prepared their microchip implant RFID chip to be implanted under your skin. Um, and why is the sudden discussion about universal basic income from all the grassroots and inverted commas
3: movements and billionaires? Oh. University you know, basically, it was the bribe for you to accept the microchip.
0: The overarching trend of the 20th century is concentration of power in the hands of the few. That's what we have to keep in mind. We have to work against this. We don't want to have these unaccountable central planners making decisions. We need decentralization.
3: So, so money is evolving from a very binary thing, which is where it is today, to a very complicated, uh, intelligent form of money, which we call smart money.
0: Okay, this is the founder of Quant.network saying that money is going to evolve into a very complicated form of money uh, that we, non binary money. We'd love to get your thoughts about this programmable central bank digital currency being rolled out.
1: Uh, that is going to be uh, even more scary for people who put out the truth, like uh, yourself and myself. Uh, the universal basic income, or like he said, the high income and the social credit scores. If you do something that they don't like, if you say something that they don't like, they can shut down your bank accounts. They can shut down, you know, all of your smart technology. Um, It's just more of a way for them to be in complete control. You know, they already want the one world government. They already want the one world currency. And if they can control your money by, you know, taking the cash away and, uh, you swipe your card, and they can control and they know um, and can predict everything that you're going to buy. Um, again, it's just all I think artificial intelligence takeover. Um, and people, people really need to be careful about how how much they uh, think that they like this technology. You know, uh, the chip in the hand. Uh, I think it's just more, you know, um, biblically speaking, the mark of the beast. You won't be able to buy or sell without the chip. And uh, that's where I think
0: that we are right now. Now, I'm going to switch gears for a second. I'm going to pull up these. I did a great, uh, 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 I say great as in he did a phenomenal job today. Sit down with Pastor Todd Coconato. I thought he did a phenomenal job. So I'm just going to go through some biblical references here. And I want to get your thoughts on this and just, you know, get your reaction to them. Okay, we'll see how many we can get through. Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 5 through 6, it prophesied that Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, and Turkey would all attack Israel at the same time. Uh, Do you see any parallels to what's happening now?
1: And there's a lot, you know, Um, we're living in biblical times and whether or not people want to believe that or not, the um, b- biblical prophecy is real. And I think whenever you sit down and take the time to read the Bible and kind of go into what's really happening right now, the parallels are literally there in black and white.
0: Right. And I think it's a thing where if a lot of people, you know, if, if, you, if you haven't read the Bible, I get it. That's why I'm telling you where to go read it. And by the way, folks, you want to get a large font Bible, buy it tonight. For christmas i'm not trying to push sales on my website right now i'm not doing that i'm just giving you a resource so you can buy it wherever you want to buy i just happen to have we have a, a bookstore and so many of our listeners are like you know what kind of bible should i read what size do you recommend i recommend you get yourself a large font bible and because whether you buy one for me or somewhere else get yourself a large font bible because so many people go to big churches and they have small font bibles they can't even read the words nor do they ever read the words okay Big church, small font Bible, not a, not a move for success. If you go to a big church, it's fine, but bring big font Bible with you, okay? You want to make sure you can read the words on the actual, in the Bible, think about it. Can you read the actual words? Matthew chapter 24, it says, hey, all these events have to take place before the return of Christ. It talks about wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, na- neighbor rising against neighbor, nation rising against nation, family members infighting. Are you seeing any of those parallels in Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, or Luke chapter 21?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, the past three years, They've pitted us against each other, not only politically, but, you know, health-wise and um, the, the big, uh, I guess it'd be another political statement, like the BLM or, you know, all of this, the LGBT stuff, pitting each other, you know, neighbor against neighbor, family against family. Um, again, you guys, I don't know if you are getting the picture yet or not, but we are living in the book of revelations and this stuff is really happening and you can laugh or, you know, roll your eyes, whatever. But it's happening and you can see it. You can read it yourself.
0: Now, you go on here, uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 28 through 30. It says it'll be like as in the days of Lot or Sodom and Gomorrah before the return of Christ. I mean, are we not seeing the sexual perversion? Now, sign number four, Genesis chapter six said that the earth was filled with Hamas before the flood. What? Hamas in Hebrew stands for perpetual wickedness and violence. Are you not seeing the literal group? Amos, showing up in perpetual violence and wickedness. Are you not seeing this? Sign chapter 5. It says it'll be like, as in the days of Noah, before the return of Christ. Matthew chapter 24, verse 37. Think about it, folks. Sign number 6. Amos seven. It says that Gaza will be completely destroyed before the return of Christ. Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 4 says Gaza will be completely destroyed before the return of Christ. Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1 says that Damascus will be completely rest- destroyed before the return of Christ. Do you know, folks, that since Palestine... De- I don't know if people know this. Okay, so China got a hold of Palestine. They said, hey, we want to support you, homeboys and homegirls, militarily. We want to support you. So China flies out the head of Hamas. Hamas in the Bible, the meaning, the the utter meaning. Let me show you real quick here. So Hamas gets flown out. Here we go. This is the head of Palestine, okay? Palestine, the head of Palestine, a.k.a. Team Hamas. He gets flown out to China. Watch this. In Beijing, when he met President Xi Jinping, China is now supporting is the Palestine. First
1: Arab leader to visit China this year. Since June Beijing says it wants to play an active role in promoting peace between Palestine and Israel. The two sides marked the visit by announcing a strategic partnership.
0: Okay, they have a strategic partnership. It's military. It's financial. That's what's happening right now. That's a real thing. It's not my opinion what are your thoughts on this? Like, I don't know what percentage of Christians ever, ever have ever read Zephaniah or Amos 1-7 or – I don't know. I mean, I'd love to get your reaction to it.
1: Um, You know, it, it's pretty – again, and I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over again. Oh, it's good. But all of the prophecies and all of the things that are that have been stated in the Bible, they're coming true. You know, we can see it, again, right in front of our eyes, and we can connect those That's what it says in the Bible, and what's happening right now. Um, and I, I feel really sad for those who don't really see it or understand it, because to me and to you and to so many other truthers out there, it's so clear. Um, and then there's people that are living in la-la land. Um, and, they, you know, it's, it's just sad that they choose that pathway instead of, um, you know, preparing themselves for the days that are coming.
0: In the book of Revelation, it, it says, let them that have, that have ears to hear, hear. Let them that hath ears to hear, hear. Um, And people say, what? The book of Revelation says, let them that hath ears to hear, hear. So, um, you know, and it says it a lot in Revelation. And so, let them, and so, you know, a lot of times people don't know that the Bible uses repetition. It's in there constantly. Let him that hath an ear. Let him that hath an ear. Let's look it up, folks. Let him that hath an ear. I'm saying it over and over. Why am I saying this? Because most people don't know it's all... Over the Bible, let him that hath an ear to hear. So you have to want to hear it. When the when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Is kind of the idea. Okay, so let's continue here. So Daniel chapter seven verse twenty five uh, says that the false prophet will want to change the times and the laws. Folks, Yuval Noah Harari is now openly saying he wants to change the times and the laws. And people say, what? Yes. So Yuval he wants to change the Ten Commandments. And you say, come on. Does it really – are you making this up? No, no. He wants to change the Ten Commandments, and he wants to change the Bible. He wants to rewrite the Bible using AI, folks. Look, look at this. History means his story, by the way. That's God's story, his story. If you compare, for
2: instance, uh, uh, the U.S. Constitution and the Ten Commandments in the Bible, both texts originally endorsed slavery, so that slavery is okay. Uh, The U.S. Constitution, everybody knows that when the U.S. was founded, it said that slavery is fine, you can have slaves. But the genius of the U.S. Constitution was that the people who wrote it, they acknowledged that this is just a story we invented. We invented these rules for the United States, which also means that they included a mechanism to amend the Constitution. And eventually, the Constitution was changed to outlaw slavery. Now, the Ten Commandments in the Bible, they also endorse slavery. But it didn't change. And it didn't change. Because the Ten Commandments allegedly did not come from human beings. They came from heaven. So how can we change them? So even after 3,000 years, we still have this the Tenth Commandment, which says that it's okay to have slaves. And we can't change it.
3: And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. They shall be given into his hand until a time, and times, and the dividing of time. But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion, to consume and to destroy it unto the end.
2: No, it's it's dangerous to uh, deny the objectivity of biology it leads in, dan- in, in dangerous directions. We need to keep the distance, you know, it's, it's partly it's some humility about humanity, about the power of our culture. Yes, culture is very important, but biology is still a reality. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, it's always very easy to decide whether a particular individual is categorized as a male or as a female I'm yeah, binary it, opposition yes it also doesn't mean that everything that people say is biology is indeed biology lots of things that people imagine are objective biological facts when you look into them you realize this is not a biological fact this is a cultural construct this is a story again th- this idea that uh, uh uh, males should uh, males of, of homo sapiens should dress up in a particular way no I mean dress is completely cultural so the fact that we acknowledge the objectivity of biology doesn't mean that everything that people say is biology is really biology and the one the last thing about it is that biology is extremely liberal.
0: Culture is usually a conservative one. He's talking about changing the laws and the times. This is the, just so we're clear, this guy has sold 45 million copies of his books recently, 45 million copies. Of and he's being praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, <sighs> Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. Do you know if you go to certain Ivy League colleges right now, his books are now required reading? I'm just telling you, folks, this is the guy. They they love this guy. And you might say, well, where did he come from? You've all Noah Harari. He actually was working on this thing called the Gilgamesh Project, and Barack Obama found him. Now, for anybody who doesn't know the story, okay, uh, uh, Nimrod was trying to build the Tower of Babel before God confused their languages. And then once Nimrod, the languages were confused, Nimrod changed his name to Gilgamesh and was, he ran away and was interned. He, he buried underneath the, the Euphrates River, okay? So the Bible tells us when the Euphrates River dries up, that's when the false prophet will show up. And by the way, you've all know Harari, as I mentioned earlier, was working on the Gilgamesh Project, which is a project to offer humans eternal life and to merge animals with humans, And so why do the Masons have a G logo? It's because it stands for Gilgamesh. That's what's going on. And most people don't know that stuff. And so I I obsessively think about these things. I want to get your reaction to that before I give people kind of a quick update about the
1: Reawaken tour itself. Yeah, sure. You know. Um, that's a good point, and I never really connected those dots, but that's why I love having you on because you always bring information that I didn't know, you know, like this was um, the Freemasons and all their symbol uh, symbols, and, you know, it says symbolism will be their downfall. Um, You know, I think all of this that we've learned today, it's just more of trying to take God away from us where we have already eliminated prayer in school, and they're trying to el- eliminate Uh, you know, the story of creationism and trying to uh, put their uh, Big Bang Theory spin on it. And it's just um, more of a way to divide humans from our creator. And, um, you know, we are living in the end times, I think, you know, we really need to read the book of Revelation and really pay attention to what's going on.
0: Now, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to send you um, in the private, let me see if I can do this real quick. I'm going to send you a link in the private chat to this document. So you can copy the content if you wish to um to your your listeners. We don't want to share the actual document, but we can share the the link. You can you can copy the content and paste it. So these are all these are all the Bible prophecies referenced on today's show. There's 30 uh, on this particular document now, there is 36 biblical prophecies that are all coming to pass simultaneously. And so I just sent that to you. Hopefully you got yeah, it. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Okay, awesome. So I just sent that to you. Now, um, as far as logistics and what we're doing here, folks, if you want to attend the Reawaken America tour, we're only going to have three events remaining. And now people say, "Well, why?" Well, we're going to the White House or the gulags. I'll tell you that. We're, <laughs> we're going to the White House or the gulags. I mean that sincerely. Uh, so if you look at the lineup of speakers, I mean these are some of the most persecuted people on the planet. I'm not. These are not people that are having a good time being patriots. These are people trying to save our country. These are serious people. I mean, you got General Flynn, Eric Trump. Laura Trump, Roger Stone, Devin Nunes, Peter Navarro. These, I mean, this this is Team America here, okay? And then we got, you know, Julie Green. You have Jim Brewer. You have Andrew Sorcini, Mickey Willis, Mike Lindell, Greg Locke. I go on and on listing off speakers. We have 70-plus speakers over a two-day event And we let people name their price because we want this event to be affordable for you. So if you go to to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, you can request those tickets right now at time2freeamerica.com. And you can name your price. Every event we do is sold out. Every event, I let people name their price. And it's not because every event we do, I hate myself and I want to lose money. It's because I'm trying to save this country and I want to make these events affordable for everybody. So you can come join us in Tulare, California. We had a guy today who told me, he said, I want to come out to the event, but it's going to cost me about $300 a ticket to fly there from you know, from the East coast over to to California. I said, why don't you just buy a ticket from us for like $10 a ticket? He goes... I can buy a ticket for $10 a ticket. So, you know, whatever you got, to, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We want this to be affordable for everybody. So you go there to time dot freeamericacom And as of right now, we're just down to our down to our final 700 tickets remaining for this event. So you can get those tickets at time to freeamerica.com. That's time to freeamerica.com. A lot of information. Second thing, if you want to get your tickets for the Reawaken America Tour, the website is time to free but you can also watch the documentary for free at time to freeamerica.com, time to freeamerica.com and all of the uh uh Clips, the things we talk about on these shows, I archive them all at time to freeamerica.com. You can find all that information below if you want to do a deep dive into Elon Musk, CERN, the Great Reset, World Economic Forum, BRICS, etc. But again, thank you for your time. You are an American icon, American treasure, uh, Courtney Allen. I really do appreciate you and what you do at Patriot Strong. And for anybody out there, If you're looking for a great broadcast to listen to where you know they're actually going to give you the truth daily on a daily basis, listen to the Patriot Strong podcast. Listen to the Patriot Strong podcast with Courtney Allen. It's a great program, and I appreciate your diligence and your commitment to sharing the truth.
1: Thank you, Clay, so much. And thank you for all that you do. You guys, if you haven't been to a reawakened tour, I highly suggest you go. My husband and I have been to probably five or six throughout the last two years. They are a great time. The energy and just, you know, the people that you meet there, the speakers that you get to listen to. It is a once in a lifetime event. And uh, Clay, thank you. And to all the speakers for what you guys are doing. It's really reawakening America and, you know, putting the truth out there. And I appreciate you. And thank you so much for joining me. And I can't wait to talk again.
0: Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.